section eight of culinary herbs their cultivation harvesting curing and uses this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. culinary herbs their cultivation harvesting curing and uses by maurice grenville keynes culinary herbs defined the soil and its preparation double cropping as to the kind of soil hobson's choice ranks first it is not necessary to move into the next county just to have an herb garden this is one of the cases in which the gardener may well make the best of however bad a bargain he has but supposing that a selection be possible a light sandy loam underlaid by a porous subsoil so as to be well drained should be given the preference since it is warmed quickly easily worked and may be stirred early in the season and after a rain clay loams are less desirable upon every one of the points mentioned and very sandy soils also but if hobson has one of these there will be an excellent opportunity to cultivate philosophy as well as herbs and the gardener may be agreeably surprised at the results obtained no harm in trying whatever the quality of the soil it should not be very rich because in such soils the growth is apt to be rank and the quantity of oil small in proportion to the leafage the preparation of the soil should commence as soon as the grass in the neighborhood is seen to be sprouting well decayed manure should be spread at the rate of not less than a bushel nor more than double that quantity to the square yard and as soon as the soil is dry enough to crumble readily it should be dug or ploughed as deeply as possible without bringing up the subsoil this operation of turning over the soil should be thoroughly performed the earth being pulverized as much as possible to accomplish this no hand tool surpasses the spading fork the other method is however superior especially when practised upon the heavier soils fall ploughing or digging in practising this method care should be taken to plough late when the soil moistened by autumn rains will naturally come up in big lumps these lumps must be left undisturbed during the winter for frost to act upon all that will be necessary in the spring will be to rake or harrow the ground the clods will crumble i once had occasion to try this method upon about twenty-five acres of land which had been made by pumping mud from a river bottom upon a marsh thus converted into dry ground by the sediment three sturdy horses were needed to do the ploughing the earth turned up in chunks as large as a man's body contrary to my ploughman's doubts and predictions jack frost did a grand milling business that winter clods that could hardly be broken in the autumn with a sledge-hammer crumpled down in the spring at the touch of a garden rake cultivation having thoroughly fined the surface of the garden by harrowing and raking the seeds may be sown or the plants transplanted as already noted from this time forward the surface must be kept loose and open by surface cultivation every week or ten days and after every shower that forms a crust until the plants cover the whole ground this frequent cultivation is not merely for the purpose of keeping the weeds in check it is a necessary operation to keep the immediate surface layer powdery 
in which condition it will act as a mulch to prevent the loss of water from the lower soil layers when kept in perfect condition by frequent stirring the immediate surface should be powdery yes powdery within one inch of the surface however the color will be darker from the presence of moisture when supplied with such conditions failures must be attributed to other causes than lack of water double cropping when desired herbs may be used as secondary crops to follow such early vegetables as early cabbage and peas or if likely to be needed still earlier after radishes transplanted lettuce and onions grown from sets these primary crops having reached marketable size are removed the ground stirred and the herb plants transplanted from nursery beds or cold frames often the principal herbs sage savory majorum and thyme are set close together both the rows and the plants in them being nearer than recommended further on the object of such practice is to get several crops in the following way when the plants in the rows commence to crowd one another each alternate plant is removed and sold or cured this may perhaps be done a second time then when the rows begin to crowd each alternate row is removed and the remainder allowed to develop more fully the chief advantages of this practice are not only that several crops may be gathered but each plant being supplied with plenty of room and light will have fewer yellow or dead leaves than when crowded in the diagram the numbers show which plants are removed first second third and last end of section eight